Who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter. Jacob, what do you get when you eat fudge in a pinstripe suit? I I have no idea. Okay, what? (laughs) You get Cornelius Fudge. Because he was wearing a purple pinstripe suit when he went to go visit Hagrid. No, not a good one. That was lame. That was lame. You know but what? Jake? I I get it, but that was lame. In my hey, opinion. You know what, man? It was a good chapter, but this this chapter's called Cornelius Fudge. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of you, you underwhelming name. <laughs> Super underwhelming name. We'll get into that part um later on in this chapter, but um so we are just another chapter. That is Jacob. The voice you're hearing right now is Joe. And we are a book club style podcast where every single day we go over one chapter of a book. This time we're doing chapter 14 of the second book in the Harry Potter series, The Chamber of Secrets, Cornelius Fudge. Jacob and I are huge, 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 huge Harry Potter fans. Jacob's a bigger Star Wars fan than I am, though. But we are two very big Harry Potter fans, yet we've never actually read the books. Our entire knowledge comes from where, Jacob? Just the movies, really. Just the movies. So we thought that let's go deep on this entire Harry Potter seven book series because we love this story. But we know that there's so much missing from from the movies. So, Jacob, without further ado, please walk us through chapter 14 of the Chamber of Secrets, the second book in the Harry Potter series, Cornelius Fudge. Whoa, 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 whoa. I like that, I like that. (laughs) Wow, so where we left off, pretty big cliffhanger, um, where Hagrid um, is assumed to be the one who opened the Chamber of Secrets 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. And once again, the Chamber of Secrets is open now. So obviously, who do we look to to try to figure things out? It's obviously the trio, Ron, Hermione, and of course, Harry Potter. Shout out my so, guy, Harry Potter. At this point, um, they kind of think, you know what, maybe it is possible that her, uh, that Hagrid did open the Chamber of Secrets. He does, if he heard about some large uh, horrific creature, maybe he would have wanted to try to open it um, because we know about his past with, with the dragon. He's easily duped into getting that dragon. He's got the creature Fang. So, I mean, it kind of could be possible. They don't want to believe it, but it's just the way that Harry saw that that memory. It could be. But, I mean, Hermione is a smart one. She just has the idea, why don't we just ask Hagrid? They decide not to, obviously, for for good reason, because that's kind of, that's a little much. Um, I mean, (laughs) it's a lot of much, but they decide not to. They They wait on it. But it's been four months since the last attack um, from the the petrifying, petrif, petrifyingness. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, last time someone's been petrified was four months ago. And the semester is close to being done. Um, the Mandrakes, once again, they're close to being ready. Um, but there's still Quidditch to be played. And there's a Quidditch match just around the corner. So, I mean, Harry, 
needs to go get his broomstick and he goes up to the Gryffindor common room and there's Neville Longbottom. He tells him, he looks a little kind of out of sorts and it turns out someone's been rummaging through Harry's stuff and all his stuff is kind of ransacked. And one thing that's missing is the diary, but they do realize that at this point it is in the Gryffindor common room. So mm-hmm. it could have only been a Gryffindor who has stolen it. We'll put a pin in that. That's a very interesting kind of tidbit. Okay. Um, Hermione um, suggests, why don't we report that your stuff was stolen? Harry's like, nah, that's not a good idea. Um, nah, fam. That's risky. Because um, we don't want to give away our plot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. But as Harry's leaving to the banquet hall, he hears the voice again kill this time let me rip tear hermione has the idea to run to the library um basically immediately after she hears that harry heard it again ron and harry are just like what does she understand what's what what, what's happening but a little later as the match is about to begin the quidditch match between hufflepuff and gryffindor professor mcgonagall runs out to the, the field and says the match is canceled and students need to leave quickly. They need to head back to their dorms right away. She has to speak to Harry Potter. And Ron runs down from the stands and comes with, with him. And McGonagall says, yeah, actually, come come with me. This is going to be important. They go to the hospital, hospital wing. And they're set aback as there has been another attack. This time a double attack. And unfortunately, this time it's it's hit Hermione Granger. McGonagall asks them why um, she had this mirror with them, but they don't know. They're not too sure why, what's the deal with that. Obviously, uh, Ron and Harry are kind of dumbfounded how this happened. Mm. And just the timing is really awful for them um, to see that she ran off to the library and she was attacked as she was trying to find answers. Maybe she did find an answer, but at that point, they don't know. They have no idea what happened. They don't know what to do. It is what it is, but Hogwarts goes into lockdown and no students will be allowed to be alone. Pretty much. They're going to always need to be accompanied by teachers. Quidditch is postponed. Nothing's happening. Uh, McGonagall is clearly in distress at this point. Um, And the Gryffindor students, they kind of, they're doing a little banter and um, McGonagall says, any information you guys got, let me know. But this is this was the thing. I'm gonna read it out because mm. I love it. My guy's back. My guy is back. Okay. Lee Jordan. <laughs> Lee oh Jordan. Oh my god. Oh my god. Here we go. After McGonagall leaves, obviously this guy he thinks a lot. He's got he's got some brains up there, and he says, "That's two Gryffindors down, not counting a Gryffindor ghost, uh, one Ravenclaw and one Hufflepuff," uh, said the Weasley twins' friend Lee Jordan, counting on his fingers. Haven't any of the teachers noticed that the Slytherin's all safe? Isn't it obvious all this stuff's coming from Slytherin? The heir of Slytherin, the monster of Slytherin. Why don't they just chuck all the Slytherins out? He roared to nods and scattered applause. Okay, sorry. I'm just going to take a pause because I need to calm down. This guy is so foul. Yo, <laughs> I love, Lee I love Jordan, Lee Jordan. Man. He's so I can't believe he's literally in the movies. He's nothing. He's nothing. When the books, this guy is insane. 
I don't think this is a scene in the movies. I don't it's think not, that. I don't think so. No, it's, I don't remember it. I mean, no, granted, he doesn't it's... have any of this kind of like funny kind of humor in the movies. He's like not even a big character in the movies at all. There's so many characters. Like we see, like Seamus Finnegan and Dean Thomas, and and even Neville to an extent. Like Neville, yes, he's a very prevalent part of the movies, but. He's so much more prevalent in the, in books. the books. Like every yeah. chapter, we we talk about him. Whereas in every movie, it's like, yeah, well, I mean, like Neville's there, he's, he's there. Yeah. Um, no, I totally agree. A lot of the characters really kind of get um, dumbed down, or right. like kind of like almost like basically removed from the the movie plot. But anyways, after that big loud cheer that Lee Jordan gets, <laughs> I, I oh my god, I'm sorry. Is he your favorite character? Would you get a Lee Jordan tattoo? No. What? No. Maybe. No, I wouldn't. Okay. No. <laughs> if Lee Jordan's character follows our Instagram page, will you get a Lee Jordan tattoo? No. I'm. We're not talking about this right now. Well, I'll think about that. George. I'll, I'll okay. One too. Okay. <laughs> George. He tells Harry that Percy at this point he's worried. Because the other girl who was petrified, she was a prefect. So I don't know. Maybe Percy's a, he's not untouchable after all. Um, yeah, but he's the a prefect boy. slander. Um, we can we can maybe talk about that later. But Harry now at this point he thinks it is time to go talk to Hagrid. So he whips out the good old invisibility cloak and they head down to Hagrid's. And Hagrid seems to be on edge as well as he opens the door with a crossbow. He invites them in, but he's bumbling around. He's he's not kind of his usual self. He's not pouring the tea properly. He's just he's kind he of on the edge. tea bags. He forgot, he forgot the, tea, the bags. tea bags. He doesn't even know how to make tea anymore. He always invites them over for tea, and they just this time he doesn't know how to make tea. So clearly things are not going well. He's already heard about Hermione, of course, and Ron and Harry notice um, that somebody's coming. So they put throw back on the invisibility cloak and they hide in the corner enters Dumbledore and a mysterious man and who is that mysterious man Joe Cornelius Fudge the Fudge man the minister of man <laughs> the Fudge man I don't know man the 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 fudgy this is our clip for this episode the Fudge man the, the Fudge man okay what I a, mean you do you his, you do you his name is Cornelius Fudge the minister of magic so he says, um, yeah. he comes in, he says, clearly, if the Minister of Magic is at Hogwarts, something's important. He says Hagrid has to go, even if it isn't him, it's kind of like collateral for what's going on. You just have to blame it on someone, basically. And if it's not, if he's proven to be innocent, he'll return if they find out who it is. Dumbledore, he puts his foot down, he objects, and he shows his confidence in Hagrid. And he says, no, no, Hagrid should stay um, it has nothing to do with him. We need to kind of figure out, it will be less safe if Hagrid's gone. We need to figure this out. It has nothing to do with Hagrid. And then another person arrives, and this time it's Lucius Malfoy. Dickhead. Dickhead alert. And he says that Dumbledore needs to step down. Fudge uh, kind of interrupts and says, no, um, Dumbledore is needs to be here. This is very important. Hagrid is furious that Lucius is even here. They kind of have back and forth, like 
obviously Lucius just hates everyone who's not his family and Hagrid hates him because he's evil which yeah fair so Lucius blames Dumbledore for the attacks and he cites that there will be more muggles left left for dead if Dumbledore is here um, and keeping his role and he's kind of curious because he doesn't actually care about uh, muggle-borns or the or mudbloods or any of those people he's very much so a kind of pure heritage kind of dude so mm. he just clearly doesn't like Dumbledore and if we remember back when they're in uh, Blurish and Blots is that at the is that the, is that the sword the the evil store where they were at what not and nocturne alley knocked uh, borgans and burks borgans, borgans and, Burke. and something anyways back when they were there and we harry overheard the the role yeah borgans and burks borgans and burks anyways back when they were harry overheard lucius and the clerk speaking he i'm pretty sure he mentioned there that he didn't like dumbledore or mm -mm. no we heard through we heard through malfoy that dumbledore and lucius malfoy they don't see eye to eye so anyways as they start to roll out of the place um lucius malfoy cornelius fudge dumbledore everyone's kind of they're kind of putting a bow on what's what's going to happen Hagrid says, just, if you wanted answers, all you need to do is follow the spiders. And that's pretty much where the chapter ends. Let's pretty, go into it. Pretty interesting. Uh, another pretty interesting cliffhanger. What do the spiders mean? What do we... Uh... Maybe Hagrid's got... He, maybe Her Hagrid's got eight legs and they're all really hairy. Maybe maybe Hagrid's maybe. A, a, maybe a, Hagrid a spider. Is a spider maybe he's Donovan Mitchell spider spider, spider. Okay. okay 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 sorry 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 well no I I thought this was also it was not quite as good as the last chapter but so it wasn't a five it, for you it wasn't a five out of five for you we can get that out of the way I'm not saying that I'm saying it wasn't as good but the other one was really good Oh, okay. And I thought it was just a really good kind of like tie, tying some stuff together from the last chapter to this chapter. And I don't know, we we had we're left with another cliffhanger, and I mean that's fitting. We're almost at the end of the book, so okay, fair enough. Interesting stuff. Okay, let's get into this chapter, Jacob. Jacob, <sighs> doubting Hagrid. I can't believe we're actually at that stage of our lives where we're doubting Hagrid. Like, I don't even want to talk about anything except for the very last, um, like, five, six pages. Because that's where the meat of the story happened. Like, mm -hmm. Lucius mm -hmm. and Cornelius are basically, like, backing down Hagrid in the paint. Like, they're double-teaming him, and Hagrid can't do anything about it, man. Like, I felt so bad for him because he's saying that he didn't do it. Dumbledore is like, I trust him. He did not do it. I give you my word and my confidence that he did not do it. Yet Cornelius and Lucius are like, nah, bro, like, Hagrid, you're going to Azkaban. Like, that's, we're at that point where we're actually losing faith in Rubius Hagrid. What a, I don't know, man. Yeah, well, I will say I, I think the way that Dumbledore kind of vouches for him you kind of can still think that 
Hagrid has something is very kind of he's linked to something there's something going on but the fact that Dumbledore is like vouching for him and kind of saying like no I trust Hagrid it kind of is telling to say that maybe Hagrid is not as guilty as it's making him look like but I mean the there's no way of really knowing at this point in this chapter. It's mm-hmm. only kind of like reading between the lines. The fact that Dumbledore is such a super respected wizard. And so the ministry of Ma- the minister of magic is vouching for Dumbledore and Dumbledore is Ma- uh, vouching for Hagrid. So if you kind of put that together, it seems like, I don't know, there's something left that we still don't know. And we're going to find out spiders. soon enough. Follow, Follow the, the spiders, spiders and maybe you'll, you'll understand a little bit something from that little uh, ending to this chapter. What did you find most, um, the thing that stood out to you the most in this chapter, the thing that really just like jumped out to you, except for spiders? I, th- I think it's really kind of what you, what you outlined, the, the, like the last few pages mm-hmm. that visit at Hagrid's, the fact that the Minister of Magic is there, the fact that Lucius Malfoy came and he's basically just there to kind of push his agenda. We know that he doesn't like Dumbledore. We know that he he doesn't actually care for like um, any like mudbloods or anyone who's not pure blood. Mm. So he's trying to use this situation to get rid of Dumbledore to kind of morph, I'm assuming morph Hogwarts into what he envisions it to be. And the fact that he's kind of a Slytherin and we know what the Slytherin Salazar Slytherin was, he didn't like any, uh, he thought it had to be just a pure blood school and he left Hogwarts because of that. So he kind of can get a sense that maybe he has the exact same thinking as that. Mm-hmm. So he's using his role as a governor, uh, like a governor for the school to kind of try to push Dumbledore out because of the situation so he's just he he's a fraud really he's he doesn't actually believe any like he doesn't believe that he's just trying to use an excuse to get rid of Dumbledore exactly and even like we can see that when he says that he's got all 12 signatures from the governors that it's it doesn't say that he's on the board of governors if, if I if I read it correctly but it's assumed that he's on the board of governors Hagrid's like how many of them did you have to bribe mm-hmm. and like because nobody trusts Lucius. Like, we can go back to chapter four of this books at um at Flourish and Blots. It's when they were in Diagon Alley and then Arthur Weasley and Lucius Malfoy got into a fight. It's like nobody likes him. And then George and Fred Weasley are like, Yeah, Lucius Malfoy, that's a he's not a good one. And it's just obvious that he's not a very liked person because Draco is not a very liked person. And it's like father, like son. I know I give Draco the benefit of the doubt every single episode because he's so young, but his father is really ruining it for him as bad as that is. So I like, I don't know, Jacob, like Lucius Malfoy can suck my dick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um, It's the Malfoy family is clearly, um, they have an agenda. They mm. have something they're trying to push. They're trying to push the pure blood kind of heritage, but it's not even just like pure blood. You have to be pure blood and a, I don't know. You have to be exactly like them because we know that he, the Lucius, Lucius Malfoy and the Malfoys don't like the Weasleys who mm. are also pure blood. They're both magic. They're all magical families, but they don't 
have the same kind of morals i guess they don't follow uh the dark lord obviously but obvious this lucius fellow is a very kind of cunning and kind of calculated man obviously he's waited it seems like he's been waiting for this moment he's waiting for some type of an excuse to kind of push through his kind of feelings of how he wants hogwarts to be run because i mean his son is still at hogwarts it would be a perfect opportunity to rid all the the mudbloods and have it just be pure blood wizards um maybe that's what he wants that's kind of seems like what he wants but he who sucks. knows who knows he sucks um yeah i think that was like the biggest thing that like well like i said like the whole lucius and Hagrid and Dumbledore and Fudge exchange it was really intense because you're sitting there and it's like okay Cornelius Fudge is saying like yeah yeah you might be at Azkaban in a couple of for just a couple of weeks like if you're good you're blessed like you'll come back like nothing happened and it's just like you're willing to send somebody to jail based on what hearsay and that's what <laughs> and that's why it's like it's so confusing because I alluded to this in the last chapter where it's like we, we're going to get some answers as to if Hagrid opened the chamber or not. We can make the deduction right now that Hagrid was accused 50 years ago of opening the Chamber of Secrets. But it's like, did he really? He says he doesn't and Dumbledore says he doesn't. And those are two people who I don't think would lie. At you least know? based off of everything we've Yes. know about them yes there's no reason for us to doubt when they say this is not true like, and yeah i mean at this point you just have to kind of trust especially dumbledore because he's dumbledore from what he's dumbledore i mean that's essentially what it is if if dumbledore says it why not why not um anything else stick out to you anything else that was really um, I mean, there's the kind of little thing where Hermione rushes, she rushes to the library and it seems like she figured something out and like she kind of just leaves them um, as the Quidditch match is about to go on. And she gets petrified along with somebody else. So this is the first time there's a double attack. And then she's also found with a mirror in her hand that McGonagall's asking them about. So this is another time where a mirror kind of plays a big, well, not necessarily as big as the mirror of Arised. 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 Literally same thing. I don't even care. Arised. Arised. Whatever. It's another time where a mirror plays a kind of relatively significant part in this, in this um, series. So I wonder kind of what that signifies um, at this point in the book. Obviously, we'll probably get some type of answer. I think we do um, based off of watching the movies, but I think, I don't know the fact that she, she pretty much had an answer and the, the fact that there's another mirror that appears, I think that was, it's relatively important and it's something noteworthy that I wanted to mention essentially. It, it's like mirrors obviously had, like play a large part in Harry Potter. Um, just kind of going back to the mirror of Arisad, like you said, and, it's really interesting because Hermione rushed off to the library. She said like, she like, it's like she might've figured it out yet. She gets found with a mirror in her hand. So it's mm -hmm. like, and petrified. So, and petrified. So 
does this mirror have anything to do with her petrifying? Does it have something to do with um, the Chamber of Secrets? There's a lot of questions that keep getting arise that I think... <laughs> Erised or arised? Erised. <laughs> I, so listen, I fucking hate JK Rowling. Like we can talk for hours about how just her comments are just tone deaf and um, like, I don't stand by them whatsoever. And, and I, and I know that you don't either. Um, I, just, I just can't take away from how good of a fucking writer she is. <laughs> it's yeah, no, that's why it's so, it's so hard to kind of see like in today's light, see why she's like, so like standing by her ground in that sense when it's like you're going after marginalized people like you are she already has the world she's a very wealthy and influential person she has a very powerful voice in today's media sphere where she could like literally not but she's deciding to do that it is really frustrating but Mm -hmm. she's a good writer she's a really good writer frustrating but it i don't know it is it is what it is and we won't get too much into that because i'm sure we could talk a lot about that but yeah um we'll i think do a this special is... podcast later <laughs> okay <laughs> a, side, a side note on um how we really feel about jcare but yeah. i think this chapter is like this is a really really powerful chapter mm. for dumbledore even though he's like only in a few pages that's why he's my favorite character in this chapter yeah. i think he gets so much respect in this chapter and this kind of really kind of points to how but even in the last last chapter a little bit as well we see that he's been at hogwarts for years now and he's clearly an influential wizard in the wizarding world we know that Voldemort at this point is scared or doesn't or he's one of the only wizards uh dumbledore is one of the only wizards that Voldemort is kind of fears Mm. so the amount of stuff that's kind of adding up and it comes to this point where also the minister of magic is kind of like this that guy this is that guy this is the wizard I think Dumbledore is a G and I think this is one of his best chapters just in, he doesn't even need to do much. It's just like the respect he commands. Unreal. Unreal. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. I, I, I got to be with you here. Dumbledore is just an absolute G. He's a ride or die kind of like how Ron and Harry are for one another. He's a ride or die for Hagrid. Um, you can kind of deduct right here that Dumbledore helped out Hagrid 50 years ago. Because we know well, that, yeah. Because yeah. he was expelled, but he was still allowed to kind of stay on. Yeah, at Hogwarts. So we don't know why. We're probably mm-hmm. gonna find out at the end of this book. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure. Like it would only make sense that we'd find out because the last couple of chapters are gonna be about the Chamber of Secrets, and it's now accused that Her- uh, Hagrid has opened it in the past. Um, regardless, though, Dumbledore just like you said, he just controls the room as a reader it's like when he speaks or like when i when it's like dumbledore said this it's i listen so i might not listen for for lucius or or cornelius or even hermione and harry at some points but when dumbledore's on the page it's like all attention like Mm. full details like every single syllable this man says every single letter and breath i want to hear it big facts big facts big facts um he's just he's clearly admirable um, to everyone, um, aside from Lucius Malfoy, but that's kind of more telling about Lucius Malfoy um, than it is about Dumbledore of what kind of wizards they are. So, all I can say is shout out Dumbledore, and what's the opposite of shout out? 
I hate you. I hate you, Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> I guess that's where I'm going with it. I mean, you could kind of say like "fuck you," like you can just kind of just cuss him yeah, out. You could. could. I could. So we both have our favorite character. So two chapters in a row, I believe. I don't think the chapter beforehand we had the same favorite characters. We seem to be on the same page in terms of the characters. Um, are we on the same page in terms of the quotes? Probably not. Mine isn't as okay. Okay great as now that i'm looking back at it and now that we've talked through it but it's just kind of it's i don't know it's when hermione they or professor okay. mcgonagall brings um to uh, to see hermione and she says this will this will be a bit of a shock said professor mcgonagall in a surprisingly gentle voice as they approach the infirmary there's been another attack another double attack Harry's insides did a somersault. Professor McGonagall will push the door open and he and Ron entered. Madame Pomfrey was bending over a fifth year girl with long curly hair. Harry recognized her as the raving claw they'd accidentally asked for directions to the Slytherin common room. And on the bed next to her was Hermione, Ron groaned. And it's just like based off of what she was going to do. She was obviously had some type of answer but she got caught in the action mm. and it's just like, I could feel like the pain from Ron and Harry kind of seeing this because they could never have expected that could happen. There had been no attacks for four months. It seemed like things were kind of getting better, but then all of a sudden one of their, their best, one of their best friend, the trio of best friends gets caught up in things. And it just like, it's almost like unthinkable that something like that could happen and I could just kind of feel the pain and even the way it's written. Harry's insides did a horrible somersault. I kind of could like, I could feel, I could feel that for them. And it's just, it's really unfortunate, but obviously we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And, but it's just in the moment, it's just very disheartening to see that. How about yours? I, uh, no, your quote, it, it's crazy. Like Hermione, they love Hermione so much, and to see Hermione How could like a that, main character. Usually, it's not the main characters who get get hurt like that. But so I was reading an article. I was reading an article about J.K.R. and what she was supposed to do, and what she almost had done in the Harry Potter series. She said she was going to kill Ron off at one point in the books. She con wow. she considered it. She wrote it in. She sent it off to her editors, and then she said, "No, I can't do it." Yeah. I'm glad so, she did. Spoiler warning: Ron never dies, but wow, wow! Yeah, I feel like everyone knows all of the the fan <laughs> edits. Come on, it's been yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's been, been time. It's, it's been, been ten years, isn't it? Ten years, and you can start spoiling stuff. It's been more than ten years, though. From the last movie, from the very oh, last, from movie, the last movie, twenty eleven. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but it's also the book, though. So it's been more than that. Oh, the yeah, the book is almost thirty years old. No, it's pretty old. Uh, Wasn't it the nineties? Anyways, late nineties. I think the first book ninety-seven, then ninety-nine, then oh one, oh three, oh five, and oh seven. Okay. So my favorite quote came at the end of this chapter, and it was Dumbledore. It was my favorite Dumbledore line of all time. This is not the first time he says it. Sorry, it is the first time he says it, but I, I'm ninety percent sure it's not the last time he'll say it. Near the end. Dumbledore had not taken his bright blue eyes off Lucius Malfoy's cold gray ones. Start quote. 
However, said Dumbledore, speaking very slowly and clearly so that none of them could miss a word, you will find that I will only truly have left this school when none here are loyal to me. You will also find that help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who ask for it. This quote comes right after when, you know, Lucius, Lucius and Cornelius yeah. are like, listen, you got to step down, man. And Hagrid doesn't want him to, but Dumbledore is like, okay, I'll do it. But I just want you to know that anybody at Hogwarts will be given help if you ask for it. He's a badass, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> it makes me think, though. It makes me think. Dumbledore does not know that Ron and Harry are in the room as this is all happening. They have the cloak on them and they're inside the room. Mm -hmm. Do you think that Dumbledore secretly knows that Ron and Harry are there? And I, he, I think so. Yeah. Because he does, I think it's written in that he gives a glance towards that corner. Mm. Um, so he must have some type of recognition that they are there, whether it's like he literally sees them with his magic or because in the mirror of Erised, Erised. he knows that Harry's been going to see the, <laughs> the mirror and he eventually confronts him. So he probably has some type of magic where he can either see through invisibility cloaks or he can like, I don't know, it's like he ha can feel like a heartbeat or something. I don't know, something where he's more advanced than others, where he knows the presence of people. Mm. That's just my hunch on things, but I, I'm not too sure. But yeah, that was my favorite quote, just because it's a good one. Yeah, it's very wise, and it's a famous quote of the mm -hmm. thing. It's help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who ask. Yeah, and and it's it's a quote that stays true to life. It's all you need to do in life is just really ask for help, mm -hmm. whether it be about your mental health, whether it be about your physical health, a school book report, a side hobby, you know, advice to talk to a girl, to a guy, whatever. Like you just need to ask for help, and. It's crazy. It's not really that crazy, but this is a kid's book. And everybody who read Harry Potter as a kid, they used to always get ridiculed in my school because, you know, it's so cool to ridicule people. Yet, looking back at it now, those same people in high school were those people who were not scared to ask the questions that needed to be asked. I'm not saying that Harry Potter did that to them, but I'm saying there's a correlation that the majority of people that read okay. Harry Potter in, in okay. elementary school that I knew also ended up living up to just ask the questions, but a lot of them also were really anxious and so was Harry. So you think they live by that quote? Maybe. No, I just think it's one Maybe. of those, I think if I was 11 or 12 and I was reading this and I was like, help will be given to those at Hogwarts. If you, uh, sorry, help will also be given at Hogwarts if you ask. Mm. And then I'm like, I don't know, like maybe now because I'm 22 and like, like I'm a little bit more mature than I was at 12, a little bit more mature. I can decipher that it literally just means if you're trying to bring that quote into real life, it's just ask for help. Yeah. I mean, there's a bigger thing notion where do you do internalize things? Like mm. that's why like the things you watch as a kid do kind of influence you a little bit. Um, the things you read. They definitely, even if you don't necessarily understand like kind of deeper meaning mm. of certain things, it definitely kind of sticks with you. So I think you're onto something. I think you definitely bring up a very valid point. And I don't know, he's maybe valid. somebody did a, maybe, maybe he's, he's valid. Okay. Maybe, maybe there's somebody did a study. Maybe there is some type of correlation. I don't know. I maybe. doubt it, but. There's this one Harry Potter website um, and 
they have a bunch of very interesting podcasts where they kind of go over and they I think recently they had a PhD student come on and this PhD student did a thesis on um, the correlation between mental health and Harry Potter. Oh, I've yet to actually like listen to the podcast because okay. it's I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like you need to be in a mindset for it. And I don't have the time right now to like honestly listen mm, to like a sure. two and a half hour podcast. Ooh, but like yeah. it's so interesting that if you really dig deep into anything we're like getting so off track, but if you really dig deep into anything, you you can find a deeper meaning. Like, absolutely, yeah. That's what philosophy all is. Well, what it's all about, man. Yeah, you can literally read anything and read the deeper meanings of things. Mm-hmm. Philosopher's Stone, man. Philosopher's yeah, whatever. Stone. <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone. It's a magic book. All right. Um. Anything else? Um. All right. Broomsticks. Yeah, okay. we gotta do broomsticks. broomsticks. Okay, broomsticks. Let's we'll say our broomstick at the same time. Then I'll say it at the same time. Okay. Three. One. Oh, sorry. On, on three? Count yeah. On three. Okay, sure. One, two, three, four. four. Okay. Thanks. I owe you a soda. Dab on them. Dab on them, haters. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I was almost, I was almost going to give it back-to-back fives. Yeah. I was actually pretty close to it, but there's, I don't know. I thought... Nah, there's something missing but it's not like enough that it like i don't even know how to to justify giving it a four but it just it feels like it's more of a four yeah. chapter than a five chapter i don't know if that makes any sense i don't know it's probably doing not doing any justice to our rating system but <laughs> maybe okay. we need to re- okay. maybe i'll look into revising that system absolutely but. not this is a system our system makes no <laughs> sense whatsoever okay so here's what i'm thinking here's what i'm thinking the reason why it's a four not a five it's simple it's a four because it follows a five okay sure that, that's it that's it that's it the chapter beforehand was perfect i don't think this is a five chapter like as a single either like i don't think it's it's a really good chapter has a really good quote a very memorable harry potter quote but it's it's not perfect like it's, it's just it's yeah. a little bit drawn out anything that lucius malfoy is in is not going to be and great. also also uh, yes lucius malfoy brings things down but also the chapter name doesn't doesn't do it yeah justice. <laughs> yeah like the chapter like what the hell man it shouldn't Come have been cornelius on, fudge man. it should have been like um the explanation or i don't know like something like or like the the uh like mudblood's mirror i don't know like that would have been kind of interesting but like i don't know what like it follows a five so it's like you have this notion in your head that it's even, going sorry, to be five the visit the visit would have been perfect the visit would have been a great chapter name okay um okay. no but yeah this follows a five there's no yeah, way this was going to be a five with with everything that happened it was a very good chapter yeah. it just it wasn't a five I think that's kind of like what my mindset is as well. Yeah. It just, there's something like, it's hard to have back-to-backs like that. It just, there's something with it that just kind of made me feel like this is a four instead of a five. And I think that's probably it. I mean, if you think about it, book one didn't have a back-to-back five. No. So the chapter after the mirror, after uh, Mirror of Error said, I believe it was Nicholas Flamel. And that was... Not a good chapter. <laughs> not a good chapter. Nicholas Flamelle. And the Let's chapter go. and the chapter before that, if I'm not mistaken, was um 
Norbert. Mm. No, it wasn't. I don't know. I'm Regardless, not sure. anyways, I just I don't think we've had yeah. a back to back five no, for our rating system. No, no. Yeah, and I think that's them. Just makes sense. That's just yeah. how it goes. It and does make sense. Yeah. No, I I think that's just the way it goes. That's just the way it is. And you'll just have to listen to the next chapter. Maybe there'll be another. There'll be another five next chapter. I don't but know. Then will we'll there be see. another five the chapter after that? Maybe there's a pattern to these things. Who knows? Five, You'll just have to four, check five, it four. out. You'll have to you have to check it out on the next episode of Just Another Chapter with Jacob and Joe. We'll see you next time. Deuces. Peace. Who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter.